0: Hey, I'm Leah. I'm really hungover after a Tinder date with a straight woman. And this is our second episode of Lesbians Are Miracles. Jill, why don't you tell everyone what we're going to be talking about today?
1: Well, just to refresh to refresh your memory, uh, Lesbians Are Miracles is a lighthearted lesbian jaunt through the world where each episode we take a peek at a topic and we pick it apart from a distinctly lesbian point of view. So this week's episode topic is... Dating
0: apps. Um, And Jill and I, this is actually, maybe this is something that, you know we shouldn't say out loud, but I have always found it's interesting to integrate the process into the narrative, so to speak. So this is actually our third take of this particular episode of the podcast. Um, The first one was without microphones. It was sort of a practice run. And the second one was on dating, but we just found it was almost too broad and a lot of the information was just a little bit all over the place. Yeah, I mean there's
1: dating is, there's a lot to talk about. (laughs) I mean, even with dating apps, there's a lot to talk about. but So we're focusing on dating apps and I've used dating apps. Have you used dating apps? Jill, you know I have
0: (laughs) used myself a dating app. I do.
1: Which ones have you used?
0: So I have primarily used or maybe exclusively used Tinder and OkCupid. Is there another app that I might have used that I'm forgetting? Because I feel like at one point there was a third and now I can't think about what that third might be. Okay, well...
1: I've used OkCupid. Okay I've used Tinder. I haven't used other ones. Other ones I've heard of, and I think it's because maybe I'm I'm just behind the times, and these are new ones that are
0: cool. Um, there's there's Bumble. I know, but I feel like that's a straight person thing. Do lesbians use Bumble? I have never heard of any lesbians using Bumble because, as I understood Bumble, the algorithm was based on there could only be a match if. What, a girl liked a guy?
1: It is, it is something, there's something like gender based on it because... We
0: sound like the biggest dykes talking about this. We're like, (laughs) I don't know how the straight people (laughs) are using Bumble. Uh,
1: I know, I'm like, straight people, how do you date? Please weigh Um, in. I actually do have a lesbian friend who has used Bumble. Really? So, yeah.
0: So it's like woman-centric, but... I I have no
1: idea. I'm going to have to ask her. Um, There's another one. I was just talking to someone this weekend who told me that she used Hinge, and I don't know much about Hinge. I've, I've heard of it. Um, I think it's like more, it goes into more depth than the Tinder does. I think it's kind of the like Tinder. <laughs> now I sound a million years old. <laughs> I think you have like, deal breakers and they don't match you with the people you know do you, how do you feel about smokers how do you feel about having oh, kids things see, like okay
0: that see used to be like that and yes. maybe still is I feel like there are questions that I answered on OkCupid okay and I admittedly do not use OkCupid okay at all anymore but I answered questions like that when I was 24 so now I don't even know what the algorithm that they're matching me on is yeah that's it's true it's probably outdated but you know a lot of my beliefs like particularly around smoking weed and drinking I don't know, three to four times a week. Perhaps, unfortunately, have not changed. So maybe it's safe. <laughs> I'm, we're really going to expose ourselves here. I know. Buckle up. Is, get used to it. Gonna,
1: this is going to be a, a doozy. No punches pulled. <laughs> <laughs> there's also I know there's her, which is interesting because that's the, the the app that's for women who love women. Or actually, I don't think I don't think they um, are restricted to women anymore. I think it's anyone that's not a cis male.
0: That's interesting. And that is exactly what I was just reading about So that she new called like
1: her or they. Her or they or they them. Heard, yeah. Just
0: not him. Well, maybe. Well, I, maybe I, think him. I think it's open to trans. I'm not sure.
1: I, or trans masculine people. I don't. I don't know because I don't use it. Um, I. Leah knows this about me. My phone. I'm always about 10 years behind the general public with That's my cho- choice of phones. So my phone barely plays nicely with like. Tinder. I'm surprised that I can even text message. I actually can't sometimes if I'm like in my office.
0: That's true. Your text <laughs> messages are always like one out of three, two out of three, three. But you know, anyone anyway, holds it against you. Anyway, so I, I can't use her. Wait, you haven't used her. I have downloaded her. Oh, I didn't. And notice. then I just looked. I think I looked at the interface, and I'm not trying to shit on her. I'm sure she's great. <laughs> but I don't know her. I don't know her. I'm not trying to make assumptions about her. But I was just so used to using Tinder, I think, that I was like, I can't fuck with this. And then maybe I used it for a second and I didn't see anybody I was necessarily interested in, which convinced me it was like, Juno, you know, for a second. It was like the ride-sharing platform and then oh, it like very quickly. I was thinking away. of that movie with Ellen Page. I'm like, speaking of lesbians. <laughs> well, we can go there. I don't know That's what she has to do episode. with dating apps, but she's probably used them before. Yeah. We're gonna uh, put a bookmark in that. Um, but anyway, so part of the reason why we wanted to record this episode was to make it more focused. And another part of the reason we wanted to record this episode was because I actually went on a a Tinder date last night, so I feel like my sort of perspective is very fresh. Leah's got some fodder. <laughs> I've got some fodder, and this is a really, I think, interesting topic to introduce into conversation. And I actually held back on telling Jill the details of this because I wanted her reactions to be live and real. I've been dying all day to hear this, so
1: I'm right here with you folks, bated breath. And I hope it it's a good one. Well, no
0: pressure. It's just an interesting one. So we match on Tinder. This woman is really beautiful. She's, I don't know how much I should say about her. She'll probably never listen to this. And also, it's gonna, not going to come out for a while. Whatever. She was into like <laughs> body. Was she. A, yeah. <laughs> 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 oh, yeah. Oh or ever, but this will come out someday. Um, She was into like, or not into, what she did for her job was like massage alignment, body alignment therapy. I don't know, some sort of holistic mind-body alignment work. So I was like, that's cool. I stalked her a little on Tinder. I found her website for her business. I watched her oh, talk shit. about body alignment. Yeah, I did oh, my legwork. We're going to
1: go into that later. Okay, okay that's fine. No, well, note to self. I want to talk about stalking people before you date, though. Oh, that's
0: really great. Okay, right, we're going to put a bookmark in that as well. Um, so anyway, I wanted to sort of, not to sound like a piece of shit, but I wanted to vet her because... You know, sometimes you go out on dates and the person is not who you were expecting if you're online dating, and that can lead to an awkward situation for everybody, which perhaps we will go into later, and perhaps we won't. Yeah, at I'm interested
1: rate. to know what the line is for catfishing in your
0: mind. Okay, well, I'm going to introduce this topic into conversation because it's something that I hadn't really thought of before. So I get to the bar half an hour early, as I often do. Sometimes, oh my God, me
1: too. Right? You like to, you to don't grease those be, wheels you first? You don't want, oh no, see, oh, I, I like to grease. No, I, I don't want to have to look around and figure out who my date is Me too. I want them to look around and like figure out who I am you just so.
0: like emerged beautiful and yeah, glorious so I'm like the the sitting shatters.
1: at the bar looking cool as hell just like yes. sipping on my beer oh my god That's, oh my goodness I, I'm glad to learn this about you yeah see so many things are coming <laughs> to the
0: forefront here so I get to the bar half an hour early I order a Paloma Jeopardy's on it's college Jeopardy I'm having a good old time I knew some of the answers Grenadine was one of them yelled it out the bartender he didn't actually give me props for that but that's okay so whatever she enters the bar Homophobe. yeah homophobe (laughs) um but no he he was fine he was just didn't necessarily have a vibrant personality um but it gets to be 7 34 and i'm looking at my phone and i was even texting courtney and was like maybe this girl will blow me off i was right near our other best friend kim and v's house we had already texted before i said i have a tinder date should i blow it off because i want to come hang out with you Guys, obviously, all the time, which is probably why I'm still single. Like, I just love hanging out with my friends and whatever. Maybe That's immature fine. in that regard. That's fine. I'm fulfilled. Um, so whatever, friends I've
1: never broken up with friends the way I've broken up with girls.
0: I will drink to that. <laughs> Cheers. <laughs> anyway, it gets to be seven thirty-four, and I'm like, great. Maybe she's blowing me off, and I can leave and go do something else. Dates are fun, but they're a lot of work. There are a lot you have to be constantly on, or just yeah. sort of thinking about your interaction with, with this person. Anyway, I'm making a short story very long. 734, she walks into the bar, and something about her right away, I was like, hmm, she's really she was beautiful, but she didn't necessarily read as gay or even queer or anything so but I didn't want to make assumptions about her because I think for a long time I mean I certainly didn't read as gay
1: yeah when I first met you I don't know if I would have unless I mean I knew because of your friends but yeah if I didn't know I, I had know. a reputation <laughs> <laughs> yeah right it preceded you no but I don't think I would have like if I'd seen you walking down the street, I don't know if I would have. Now, definitely. But. Yeah, now definitely.
0: Well, the, I'm literally wearing a shirt right now that is says <laughs> yeah, across I, it, and, he's I, colors, and a hat with a fucking taco. I may be. So able I'm to doing it some out of now. the work for you. Yes, but <laughs> anyway, <laughs> anyway, something about her just it like threw me off for a second. So she sits down and we start talking right away. And then two minutes into the conversation, she says, "So I have something to tell you, like." I've never been with a woman before. This is the first time I've ever gone on a date with a woman. Well, two
1: minutes in? So were you mm, like, five minutes? hey, in. how was your day? What did you do today? And she's like, well, I'll tell you what I didn't do today, and that was be a lesbian. Yeah, <laughs>
0: and totally. She's like, I'm just starting to do that right now for the first time in my wow. life. Wow. Yeah, so that threw me off for a second I think I like rocked a little on my stool or maybe I just thought I did (laughs) it just honestly threw me off and so so, she still identifies as straight she identifies as straight she was mm, 35 she had been married to a man and divorced and had never and she was talking about I'm getting a little bit ahead of myself but she was talking about dating women and she said something about scratching an itch and I was like Whoa, whoa, whoa. Like, That's not the way we talk about things around yeah. here. And whole straight women are say that they're all the same. Or once you've dealt with one, you've dealt with all of them. But I've been in because situations... Because a lot of us
1: have been straight in our in our minds, and or at least words and deeds before we came out, before sure, we were gay. Sure, for know. sure.
0: Yes, for all intents and purposes. Um, so I've been in situations with women to whom I was attracted, where there was some amount of ambiguity around sexuality. I think is fair to say. Yeah. So it was a situation that, you know, I quickly recovered from. But what I really want to know, and then like we can continue to talk about the date if you want, is do you think that's kind of catfishy for somebody to go on Tinder and be looking to scratch their itch, so to speak, with a woman or a member of the same sex or I don't know... To some degree, it felt kind of like a fetishization. Yeah. But also, I think what she's doing was extremely fair. And if you've only ever dated a a man your whole life and you think you want to, I hate to use the word explore, but, you know, see what it's like to be with a woman, then it's completely in your right to do that. I think you should probably be more forthcoming when you're on a dating app like Tinder and you're dating other women. I think maybe you should disclose as you're setting up the Date? Yes, what's where's the obligation to disclose and when does that fall into the conversation? That's she tough also for me. said that she had disclosed this to a number of women she had matched with and then they were not interested in going on a date with her at all. Oh, okay, which I can also understand. Yeah, and I, at this point in my life might have been that
1: person, you know? Yeah, I yeah, I think it's a really fine line. Cause on the one hand, who am I to judge someone for real you know, coming into themselves late in life, you know? Totally. Like everyone starts somewhere. Yeah, you know, I, I I started when I was twenty. You know, maybe this woman started when she's thirty five. On the other hand, no one wants to be someone's chemistry set. Totally. You know? Or maybe someone you do wanna be. I, I think there are women out there that like relish in Trying to bring someone over to our side, or yeah. you know, and like, I've
0: been one of them certainly. Yeah, I mean, if she and had it hit hasn't me up worked out well for me
1: at the right time in my life, where if we had matched and she and we were setting up a date and she said something like, "FYI, I've never dated a woman before," is that cool? I could see myself being like, yeah, because it's like, yeah, Yeah. I'm just like looking for like a a, a casual good time. And oh gosh, (laughs) that makes me sound. But you know, you know what I mean? Like, it it almost makes it easier because I know what I'm getting into. I I know that like I could go out with her and she could be totally not into it and be like, oh my God, what was I thinking? But I knew that going in. I think, I don't know. There's, I, I can, I can see why she wouldn't disclose until she met you but i also can see why um a queer woman would get irked with that because sure. they could see this being a waste of their time like it's it's difficult dating is difficult and it's hard when you when your level of investment isn't matching the person that you're talking to and you have no way of knowing that really Ever, basically.
0: Yeah. So it, it's a, that's a tough call for me. Well, I I mean, have compassion
1: for everyone. Yeah,
0: I have compassion for everyone, too. And honestly, I mean, at I say that at this point in my life, I might not have gone on the date with her, but I might have. And we ended up, I mean, we had a really good time. We had some really intense conversations. She had flagged that in her previous relationships with men, she found that they were very hesitant to get beyond any sort of surface-level conversation and that's what she was looking to cultivate in an intimate relationship with a woman, maybe. And also oh. maybe have a sexual encounter with them, but for her, it seemed more about sort of exposing yourself and making yourself vulnerable.
1: So she's like maybe a little homo romantic, but doesn't know if she's homosexual yeah, or bisexual. For or? sure,
0: I would say that that's fair. Or bi
1: romantic and not necessarily bi. I don't. I don't know. I don't know this woman.
0: Well, yeah, and I think just the act in it and in the inherent act in and it of itself is like if you want to start categorizing this should is a bisexual one at the very least. Yeah, You know? Um, but anyway... So how did it end? It was really cute. We actually had a great time. It ended up, you know, it was something that was like jarring to me at first, but I was kind of being really casual about the date anyway and kind of, based on like her pictures and her profile, I mean, she definitely wasn't screaming queer. So sometimes... You know, it's up to you to try to gauge that on your own. And I'm definitely, I mean, my Tinder profile says big dyke energy. And in the picture, I'm wearing (laughs) the same dyke shirt that I'm wearing right now. So like, that's pretty direct, but not everybody is comfortable being out or being open about their sexuality until they get to have a conversation with them. So it was fine. We had a great time. We ended up like making out for a really long time in okay, front so of this you, little green market. You were her first girl kiss. I was her first girl kiss ever. How
1: how was she a good kisser? Yeah, she was a good kisser.
0: Okay. Yeah, she was really cute. I had to keep standing on my tiptoes to kiss her um, because everybody is taller than me, and this is just a oh, thing and I bet husband. she's not used to kissing people that are shorter than she is. Yeah, she's not, and you know what? She picked me up
1: for a no. second, and then Whoa. I was like, "Okay, this is
0: weird." And what I was also <laughs> thinking when it was happening is. I don't know if this has happened to you. It certainly happened to, to me where I've been, you know, out at night in New York or wherever, but mostly in New York, um kissing another woman on the street as one does and you get catcalled or like oh yeah. Men yell shit at you in a really particular way. And sometimes it's like I guess as harmless as that kind of gross thing can be. And sometimes it's like overtly fucking hostile. But people like were walking by saying shit to us and I was like, I bet she's never like experienced this before. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. Which is so interesting. So you just like, it's like paradigm shift for that woman. Yes, totally. Like here's a little bit of what it's like, I don't know to, I don't, I guess maybe to be kind of a marginalized person in the world. Like, not trying, not that I'm trying to designate myself as such because I have a whole lot of privilege too, but to to go through the world or to just be seen as something other than what you're used to being seen as. Yeah. Which is so interesting. When I
1: want to kiss my date in public, there's always a, like a split second where I'm like, wait, am where? I going to get killed? Yeah, like, like, wait, who else is in this bar? Who else is here? Who what, yeah. what am I doing? Like, there's like always a split second of like,
0: oh, wait a minute. Should I do this? For me, even while it's happening too. Like you're locked in an embrace with somebody and you're both like kind of drunk and it's dark out and you're really feeling it and what you're doing is completely innocent and you know, a lot of the time we're making out with women on the street. Well, I don't mean to say that, but it's in (laughs) Brooklyn. We live in Brooklyn. That's all I'm trying to say. So, Yeah, you're walking someone to the subway. You know, it's
1: not like the suburbs where you're driving someone home and you're on like a deserted street and you're like reaching across the The stick
0: shift. (laughs) The stick shift. No, but what I'm saying is, even in, like, a hugely progressive bubble like Brooklyn, there's always that fear that goes through my head when I'm kissing a woman on the street. Even when I'm doing it, it's like, oh my God, am I going to get fucking killed right now? Who's around? Who's watching this? What are their intentions? Because it's, like, an inherently dangerous act. Yeah. So... Are you going to go out with her again? I know we've like veered slightly off topic. So this is what I said to myself. I definitely am at a point in my life, I've had sort of things in varying capacities and varying degrees of intensity and commitment and length with straight women before. And it's not necessarily an avenue I want to pursue anymore, um... Especially because I like my identity and I'm really proud of my identity, and it's like one of my favorite I'm proud of parts your of myself. Too. I'm proud of your identity Thank too. Thank you. <laughs> but it's something that's important to me to share with another person, and you know, dating somebody who has already sort of gone through all of that, which is um, which is not to say you can't go through any of that so much later in life. And I think. You know, and I told this woman that. I thought it was really brave of her, like, in a lot of regards to be 35. And a lot of people then are, like, fixed, right? Yes. The egg is cooked, and their sosa and in their intentions. I and do
1: love a late-in-life lesbian, Me, though. too.
0: Or it's somebody who's just, like, interested in seeing what other aspects of life are out there. But I don't want to pursue her. If she texted me and said, let's go on a second date, I would gladly do it, and I would try and keep my expectations at, you know, a Mm. super low minimum. But she was really fun to hang out with. I don't know. I might be friends with her. I'm usually not good at being friends with people I've gone on dates with or dated or had relationships with. Um, But it was intriguing, I guess, to say the least, you know? I'll be interested to see what
1: happens there because I, as... My thoughts are the fact that she has been identified as straight all her life. She's probably not used to being like aggressive, you know. I don't know. I'm being very stereotypical. She's actually said, "Yeah, I'm
0: sorry, straight people. I'm sorry, this woman I dated. Who, if she ever does listen to this podcast, I will probably certainly never talk to you again." But she. Uh, she said she tended to have like a more dominant personality which okay. I can also see and I think I can have I mean a yeah picking you but up but while I, she's making out with yeah, you like I mean, the
1: first woman she ever kisses she's like hold on <laughs> yeah like it. come on
0: honey I, I wrote my fork <laughs> no she, she, I don't know why I'm talking in that like fucking I, voice I really hope that's <laughs> how she spoke <laughs> she didn't she was from upstate New York but you know whatever we're I not going like, to pass judgment on anyone here this is an open and inclusive Absolutely. We love everyone. Um, But women have picked me up while making out with me before, which is always like kind of half cute and like infantilizing and weird. Yeah.
1: See, I, okay. So for for our listeners out there, Leah is what one may call short and I am what one might call tall. So I, I, as a tall person who I once dated a girl who was like five feet and I'm like five foot eight. Mm Mm-hmm. I remember like <laughs> we like sometimes like we'd be on like the stairs to our apartment and she would stand on like the stare above oh, me yeah. and we like I make out and it well. was like oh did you think okay. it was cute
0: oh yeah it was super cute okay, i loved it daring. i mean it's oh, great oh, i didn't know so i hyper conscious of being really short um oh see, yeah i'm the
1: opposite i'm hyper conscious of being tall oh, really? well the I, grass is always fucking green. yeah the, fir- the first few women that i like made out with hooked up with whatever were all very short so when i like that's and so then, interesting. And I then never I had, heard that about you. Oh yeah, yeah. All the all the all my early girls were short. <laughs> and then I had like a run of tall women that were my height or even a little taller and that was That's like cute. Whoa. I don't even I feel like it's either like one or the other. I don't think I've ever like dated someone that someone was like five five. Oh, yes. oh yeah. Or
0: just like the most average of
1: heights. Yeah. Like it's either like someone who's like five eight or like five feet.
0: <laughs> I've always dated and like particular particularly fallen in love with very tall woman that's interesting i think i tend to like venerate people and that height like helps me put them on an even higher pedestal but this is interesting and what i've noticed lately just by being on Twitter, twinder, twinder. <laughs> <laughs> okay ew that's a weird point so <laughs> i am weird. a twin but i was gonna say tinder and swiping which led to twinder White. nothing weird White, <laughs> right White, exactly <laughs> Uh, This is rapidly devolving. No, it's fine. We have Um, had one beer, We have had exactly two beers. Oh, two. Oops. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Very nice. Um, But anyway, what I was going to say is people have started putting their heights in their Tinder profiles, but I noticed it was what I've noticed or what I've seen is only tall people. And what I thought, and maybe it's because I'm really self-conscious about being short is, are they doing this because they don't want to like date any fucking short people. No, you or know. Or bend what it over is? to kiss them.
1: Okay, this is this is kind of relates to something else I noticed on Tinder. Um, I noticed certain profiles that were very um almost brusque with like what they want, you know certain things <laughs> where I was just like, why is this person so like pushy? And like why are they so demanding in this particular way? Uh-huh. And like putting their height, I realized because they they're not they they They're people that date men and women, and so those things, including their height, including like, don't pose with a gun, like, they're talking to men. Oh, that, yeah. I've never it, seen don't
0: post with a guy. Yeah. Oh my I, god, yeah. what are your fucking settings? <laughs> like, maybe you need to adjust those. Like, I don't know. Those, who's on Tinder like Trump voter swipe this way? What fucking Trump voter on Brooklyn is like some a men. woman on Tinder looking for men, the... lots of men, okay. and that, that's the thing. And because for for forever, I yeah, was well, like, you need to narrow those parameters
1: for us. I was to like, Twitter. I was like, I was just like, why. These women are like being like very strange with how they write their profiles. Like, why would they think like like <laughs> if you're not a feminist like like I like just so you know, I'm a huge fucking feminist, and that that's a problem for you. I'm like, why would that be a problem for like? Don't you dare me, a dick pic. Loser. Yeah, and I'm like, what? What is this? And I was like, oh, not everyone's a lesbian. <laughs> like, yeah. it, like it like occurred to me way later than it should have. Yeah. But I will say, I do get turned off when there's a woman who dates men and women, but you can tell that her profile is only tailored to men, where it's like, I love beards and, like, a guy with strong, with big muscles. And I'm like, oh, I'm sorry, I don't have a beard and I'm not a guy with big muscles. But it, it says nothing about, like, their <laughs> preference for, like, women that they like to date. So I'm just like, I mean, like, I'm not, like, doubting your sexuality, but I'm also, like, if you're, you know, I it's it seems like you're very fixated on men, so maybe just do that. Yeah, maybe yeah, exactly. bottom of this pool. Yeah, because I'm like, well, I don't have a beard. I'll never be able to grow a beard the way <laughs> the way some some men can. I mean, maybe one day.
0: Yeah, <laughs> things will change. Yeah, exactly. everyone. That would be great.
1: But. Yeah, I don't know. I, 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 That's a turnoff for me. Do you have any, like, Tinder turnoffs? Like, like um,
0: automatic swipe left. You know what? I, like, tend not to read the profiles that closely. Oh, really? I kind of take a little bit of a rogue approach to Tinder where I really only look at the first picture and then either swipe left or right, like, based on the first picture alone. Oh wow! Yeah, I never really like looked that too deeply into it. I'm very discerning. well not
1: very discerning. I'm on fucking Tinder, but
0: (laughs) well, I I go through after I match with a bunch of people and filter out those who I would like actually go on a date on, and then I just casually unmatch the people I wouldn't. Okay, I tend to cast a little bit of a wide net and then work it down from there. Okay, see, I do read profiles.
1: I look at all the pictures. And I pretty much, like, if I swipe right on someone, it's almost guaranteed that I will go on a date with them. Like they Like, they don't have to say anything fancy. They can literally just hit me up and be like, hey, you seem cool. You want to hang out? And I would say yes, because, like. Would I'm, you hit them up? Yeah, I do. And that's also another turnoff is when I see people that are like, I'm shy. You have to send the first oh, message. Well, I'm like, that, well, I don't want to date the you. The woman I, I just I'll,
0: went on a date with said, her profile said, appreciate being pursued. And I was like, okay, that's cute. I mean, I think everyone appreciates I, being I know. Pursued. I'm like, don't we but all? But I was like, well, pursue I will. <laughs> and look where it got
1: me. Okay. Well, oh, maybe maybe I maybe I should rethink my swiping. Well, I'm not
0: saying what I did, what happened was necessarily great. I mean... It's not necessarily bad. I just, I like outgoing (laughs) women.
1: I like confident, outgoing women. And so someone that says something like that makes me think they might be like a shrinking violet or a wallflower. And that's not the type of woman that I'm attracted to. I like someone with like a strong personality that will be able to match me in like, I don't want to feel like I have to like hold my, like, steer the conversation. Like, I want someone yeah, to hold their own She socially. wasn't like that, though. Yeah. You
0: know, I feel like it might be a little bit unfair to, like, perhaps equate the two. I absolutely I agree. I mean, I just, in the sense that I think everybody likes being pursued, and I don't know, sometimes maybe it's helpful to set up the way you want to work your Tinder a front <laughs> on your profile, and it doesn't. You know, I mean, it was an interesting overall experience for me because it taught me a lot because I think prior to that I would have thought the same thing about her. Like I don't want to date somebody who's kind of a wet noodle and I have to do all the work, but it wasn't like that really at all. I mean she was like really smart. The whole picking you up
1: while making out with you totally like makes me like you like her more? I know. Well, yeah.
0: <laughs> I mean, no. I'm cute. sorry. I
1: know you don't like it, but like... It, I don't not like because, it. Because, but it just sounds like, a, like, an, kind of like an aggressive move. It was move. kind of, like, it was
0: kind of a butch
1: move. Yeah, th- that's the thing. And I was she, like, that's kind of like hot. I mean, like, maybe not for you because it happens to you, but like, I don't know. If someone, like, picked me up,
0: I would, I, I would be into it. It was a little swoony, um, and she was like, I want to kiss you. And I was like, okay, I think I said go for it, which is like oh, I love that." super smooth. But I mean, she was respectful in that okay. regard too. And again, I was like, I'm not going to kiss this woman because I, well, it's gone both ways for me. I mean, I've been kissed by straight women and I've gone ahead and kissed straight women myself. But in this instance, I didn't want to be seen as like a predatory lesbian and I feel... Like, I can often be self-conscious of that.
1: Yeah, I, I mean, I'm, I'm the same way. I'm, I'm, I'm very conscious of, of how I, I come off that way. I think Tinder is interesting for me because I'm probably more picky on Tinder than I am in real life. Like, like, I always wonder. I'm like, did I just swipe left on my soulmate? And, like, probably not. But in real life, I it's like someone... Like, I'm much more forgiving of the shallow shit where I don't know that I'm attracted to someone until I really interact with them and I see like how how our banter is, like what kind of rapport do we have? How, how, do they, how do they move? Like, how, how, how do they hold themselves? Like, those things are what really makes me attracted to someone. Mm-hmm. And I'll, I'll never know that on an app. That's only something I'll know in real life. And there have been people that I've matched with on Tinder and been kind of on the fence about, but I ended up swiping right, and then I went out with them and was incredibly attracted to them. And then there have been people... That I've matched with and been really excited about dating and then in person been like, oh no. Yeah. Like, absolutely and not. And when
0: they go to the bathroom, you run out of the restaurant. <laughs> no, yeah. that was me. Who no, who well, yeah. What kind of a piece of shit would do that? No, this a, kind of a, a piece, smart of piece, of piece of shit. Of shit. Folks. A well, smart piece of shit that doesn't want
1: to waste your time.
0: So I never thought I would be in a serious relationship or Find somebody that I really liked and wanted to date on Tinder. I had always. Do you know anyone that has? Well, my well, I wasn't in a serious relationship, but my most recent relationship was not not serious. I think I, you know, all right. It was much much more came of it than what I had originally anticipated from like swiping right and going on one date that eventually led into like a bunch of dates and lasted over several months but that was the first time i was like ever thought it was possible to actually have a meaningful relationship based on not only tinder but any kind of online dating um But before that, I had always looked at it much more casually, but it's also interesting because all of my best friends that I now know in New York who have very much become my family and like a huge reason, I mean, the reason why we're doing this podcast and we wouldn't be doing it if it weren't for online dating because when I first moved to New York, it was like... Eight years ago, that this happened. I think I had just graduated from my MFA program and had just broken up with my first ever girlfriend. And I was on OK Cupid and I went on a date with this woman who I thought was like really cute and is still really cute, but you know. Well, it's a really long story, and maybe we don't need to get into the whole thing, but we it ended up not working out between us. Like, we went on a couple of dates, and I thought she was cool. And in, at the time, I was just looking for queer friends, and she knew a bunch of queer people, which I knew through um, dating her. So I was just, like, inclined to stay in touch with her in a way that I might not have been before. But she introduced me to this amazing group of people who, like... I still know and love all this time later and she's since moved on with her life and none of us are really in touch with her anymore but that like early instance of okay Cupiding when I first moved to New York like really impacted my life here in the most one of the most significant ways that I can think of which is crazy yeah
1: that's really incredible right? when I think about it and even I probably wouldn't be friends with you our no, podcast wouldn't happen not.
0: or I mean we might have like crossed paths at Cubbyhole under different <laughs> or, on <circuits>. <laughs> or on Tinder or on Tinder we like probably would have gone on a date with each other we would like, have had not, like a, a sloppy makeout
1: and then never <laughs> called each <laughs> yeah, other
0: exactly. that's exactly what would have happened but we definitely like I mean I don't I don't know the laws of the universe and probability as it pertains to this situation but I think it's probably safe to say that if it weren't for that okay, Cupid. Instance oh, it's of our America, howling. Oh, Excuse yes. That. Thanks so much. <laughs> Somebody has penetrated our sound booth. Um, <laughs> but, like, we wouldn't be doing this right now, which is crazy. It is it's crazy.
1: Well, I, I, the, the really crazy part is that... When I'm on Tinder and I see a profile that's like, just here for friends, I'm like, swipe left, get the fuck out of here. But, yeah, but I also, that I
0: also agree with you on. But on the other hand, like,
1: I have made, like, a pretty good... Like, I've made a friend off Tinder. Uh, we, we dated, like, for, like, a month or two casually, and it just didn't work out. And then um, we ended up being friends, and I'm really grateful oh, yeah, for she's that. she's so cool. Yeah, she's super cool, and... Um, and I wouldn't be a opposed- shout out
0: if you're listening. You know who you are. Exactly.
1: I wouldn't. And I wouldn't be opposed to to making other friends off Tinder. It's just because it's like at its core a dating app. Like I'm there to date primarily, yeah, and, me too. and and like that's what I want. Like if it's ca- if it's just a one date that we go on, or it turns into, you know, a month of casual dating, or it turns into a long term relationship. I'm open to all those things. But I'm not never going to go in with, I'd like to make a friend. But if I, if it, if that ended up happening, I see that being really cool. Like I have met people where like I could tell they weren't really feeling it. Or maybe I wasn't really feeling it from a romantic point of view. The vibe was just not there. Yeah. But I have been like, I would like to be this person's friend, but I don't see like an avenue to make that happen because it's just, how do you text someone after a date and be like, that was really fun. Let's be friends. You know, like that's that, like, like, people and, like people are, really are busy. busy. Exactly. Yeah. Like I'm busy. I have a lot of friends. Like, Me too. We're like, so blessed in that regard. Yeah, and I know. I sound like an ass. I'm like, well, I If you're so looking for friends, friends if and... you're
0: out there, if you just moved to New York and you want a queer community, I mean, hit us up. We'll Absolutely. Yeah. At I, a drink I, am, I, I
1: am open to more friends. Me just, too, you know. but just
0: not on Tinder. And yeah. I also feel like <laughs> I'm on Tinder for something else. Well, that's the thing. It's, it's like we can be friends, but like we're,
1: let's probably make out first. Yeah, like,
0: yeah, exactly. But I also, I also feel like people who say that on Tinder and, you know, if you are a person who says this on Tinder and the reason you say it is different than what I'm I'm about to say, please check me on my bullshit. But I feel like people who are like, oh, I just am looking for friends are people who inherently kind of hate online dating and aren't, aren't down with it in the first place maybe and like maybe shouldn't even be on tinder
1: oh i didn't even think about that that's aspect. what i, always I mean happened, i right? i agree with that i think you know it's hard you move to a new place but like join meetup join meetup.com yeah like, or, or just go to the tinder. fucking
0: park i don't know yeah, i know
1: right <laughs> like i don't know go to a bar and people you know I'm surely
0: like. surely you have friends at work like you're living here you have to have a job yeah, exactly. And if you have a trust fund, go buy some people drinks. <laughs> yeah, or and buy me drinks Yeah. You can find me we'll a couple of And then Friday, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All
1: right. I, I would like to to talk about etiquette on apps. I like like do you okay, you message first, right? Um, yeah, generally I message first. I do I do too. Um what 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 are your messages like? Like how do you compose a message? Is it based off something in their profile? Do you just throw out a line? Like what's your message like? It
0: depends. It depends on I guess by the time I've met ma- I know I said I didn't read people's profiles. By the time I've matched with somebody and I'm like, Oh, they're really cute, I wanna send them a message and like see if we can arrange a date, I will have read their profiles. So if they say something in their profile that like I can speak to, I don't know what that would be. I don't want to, like, put forth, like, a trope, but just, like, oh, my mom makes the best fucking meatballs ever. I'd be like, no, my mom makes the best meatballs ever, but, like, let's have a conversation about it. But sometimes I'm just like, oh, what's up? Like, you're super fucking cute, and just... Let it proceed from there. Yeah. uh, I've never given compliments. For some reason, I always (laughs) No, I I should,
1: though. I'd probably get more of a response. And if someone said, like, you're cute, I would be like, thank you. I I never say that. Yeah,
0: I respond more to people saying, like, I'm cute than being like, hey, how's your day going? I just got one of those messages today. And I'm like, eh, I hate that. Like... Oh, you might make me
1: switch up my whole Tinder game. I always feel like I'm being too... um, I feel like I'm being a creep.
0: Well, I think if you already matched with somebody on Tinder, like you can safely assume that you think each other are cute and like your saying so isn't stepping a toe over the line. I mean you're like operating within the context yeah, of the you're, situation. You're
1: absolutely right. I overthink these things. Yeah, and I'm I know like you do. Oh my god, I, I said under- that cute in these <laughs> things.
0: I'm just like, I'll sometimes go through and like, whatever. I don't mean to be like flip or dismissive or, like, make it sound like I'm some, like, big broy asshole. No, but you're not. But it's just, you have to, like, narrow down your prospects and you have to do it quickly. So I'll just, like, go through and be like, hey, what the fuck is up, cutie? What the fuck is up, cutie? What the fuck is up, cutie? And then maybe out of, like, doing that eight times, three people will respond and then you go on a date with one. If I'm an editor and that's how I, like, prospect for people. Like, you send out a million emails, you get, like half a million responses, you get 200 phone calls, you get 100 proposals, and 10 of them end up being good. Those are really good odds, but I cast a wide net and then narrow it down from there. And then if somebody doesn't respond to my, like, what the fuck is up? You're extremely adorable. Like, those French braids that you did are so impressive. Within three days, then I (laughs) match their ass. Yeah, hey, (laughs) Heidi. Like, keep it popping. Nice (laughs) braids.
1: I'm not currently on Tinder, partially due to my, like, Papyrus phone. <laughs>
0: my, I thought like, you were going to say my, papaya. My coconut
1: phone. Yeah, it literally has a like, tin can attached to my, a string. that my leads like, to nowhere. Stone slate <laughs> that I like use like a rock to carve. Um, that that that's not really good for Tinder. But I will be getting a new phone shortly. Please tell me I'm you're going to update.
0: You. I've sure. been, I've been planning you're on it. You're killing all of your friends. I,
1: I know. I'm sorry, guys. I'm sorry. I. But I, I, I will be getting a new phone. I'll be diving, muff diving into the 21st century. And when I do, I'm hoping that you will, like... I want you to know me. Like, I want you to, like, put some words in my mouth and, like, help me with this.
0: Oh, yeah. So, this is a funny story that I can't believe I hadn't thought of until just now. My old boss, my boss's boss at Wiley hey, if you're listening, you know who you are, you know, and maybe this is, like, something that my friends know – But when we used to go to the bar and take shots and, like, get drunk together after work, he just used to take my phone. At one point, he, like, learned the passcode of my phone, and it was sort of a party trick and really fun. But he, I would just be sitting there, and he would do my Tinder for me, and then he'd be like, can I message this person? And I would say yes. And he would say some, like, wildly fucking outlandish shit. Uh. And people were, not, like, bad, well, not bad or weird, but just shit, like, I would never say, like, so forward. And people, like, would respond, and I went on several dates, based on his outreach, because somebody else was essentially running my Tinder. I don't know if that's hugely unethical, and I don't do it anymore, but, yeah, I'm not trying to be overly... I I don't think it's hugely unethical, because I'm like, Leah, will you do that for me? Yeah, exactly. That's, like, (laughs) why it came up. But, I mean, yes, and sometimes, I don't know, I think maybe it's helpful, because, as you said, I think people can get really in their heads when they're doing something like that. Yeah, and the thing with those messages, and then you, was you lose they momentum lack that self, way, and then lack self, like con- like bad self consciousness. Like they were just like really uninhibited and funny, and like people thought they were funny. I meanwhile was just like, oh my fucking god, I can't believe you! Like always ready to like snatch my phone away from him if it went <laughs> just like an inch further. But it was a very fun. I don't. Know. I feel like a when I long time
1: when I'm uninhibited, sometimes like I'll like have a couple drinks, and I'm like, all right, now I'll message. People from Tinder and like, I'll wake up the next day and be like, I'll have like a couple response. No, no response. I'm like, whoops. Yeah. (laughs) My bad. I don't know. Maybe I'm, maybe I'm just bad at it. Like how many messages do you usually send before trying to set up a date?
0: Uh, I try and have, like, a sub, a little bit of a substantially healthy conversation before just being like, do you want to get drinks? And, like, try and suss them out. But, again, it just varies, you know? Sometimes I'll, like, exchange, like, five messages with a person and then be like, oh, do you want to meet up for a date? And it'll be as simple as that. This one woman I met on OkCupid, this is a really interesting story and one that I, like was like living in Australia and she said in her okay cupid profile and she was like a much older woman at the time which i also as <laughs> anyone who knows me oh, knows yeah. love talk that's like my own fetishization i guess of like older women sorry it's a compliment um, Whatever. You, yeah. You do you We that, like Paulson. what we like. Thank you so much. Oh, oh my God. I can't <laughs> wait to talk more about that in our what? Celesbians episode. Um, dicons. Dicons. Um, Diconoclasts. But anyway, she was, like, really forthcoming about what her intentions were. I was, like, in New York for, like, some kind of, like, professor's conference just looking to have fun. And she was, I think it said she was interested in both men and women. But we matched up and exchanged, like, five messages and just ended up meeting one night and, like, had an amazing time. And I went back to her Airbnb. Sorry, Mom. Um, And then met up again, like, a second time that week. And then she went back to Australia and I never saw her again. But it was great. And, like, we had the best time together and, like... It was what it was from the very beginning and like our expectations were managed from the very beginning. But in that instance, it was like a very short communication with this woman I was talking to that just, I just went on a date with. It was a little bit longer. Like, I guess it depends on who you're talking to and also what kind of mood you're in. And sometimes I'm just like, I just want to go on a fucking date and like make out with a stranger. Yeah.
1: See, I, I do not like endless messaging at all. Oh, I don't, I don't think yeah, I can so get tedious. to know someone via text like I'm much better in person and I I don't want to just be going back and forth forever it's like let's like like what is this conversation we're having let's have it in person
0: in a dark bar while we're drinking booze like wouldn't it be much better that way so I'm social lubrication not saying you have to drink booze to like go on dates but it does help one just slide into those sheets yeah well that
1: that brings me to the other thing I am adamant that a first date is a drinks date at a bar. Like, I'm not asking anyone out to dinner. We're not getting coffee. You know, if someone else suggests it, fine, I'll get coffee. I've I've dated a few non-drinkers, some people that have been sober, some people that I just don't think don't drink, or that I think don't drink. And they've all been fine dates. They've never led to follow-up dates. Right. But I've had some great nights in a bar, and it's not like we're getting, you know, sloppy sloppy. Sometimes we are. Sometimes we're not. But I... There's something about a dark bar, a couple beers to loosen up. Yep. I think a drink date for a first date is low investment. Like, like I don't want to set up some, like, first we'll go to the museum, and then we'll get dinner, and then... No, oh, no, 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 no. Meet me at this dive bar, or I'll, meet, I mean, I'll go to like your like neighborhood. I mean, fifth date. <laughs> we'll always, like, take a train for...
0: An hour if I need to. Me too. And you know what? I sometimes, when I'm going on a first date with somebody, I like going to their neighborhood more because if the date is going to extend to somebody's house, I like it to be someone else's house so then I can just get up in the morning and leave. Oh, that's... that's- that's all. That's very into clever. My strategy. Yes. See, my strategy is that I like going
1: to other people's neighborhoods because I like I like going to places I've never been, and I also don't want to like taint my favorite bars
0: yeah. <laughs> if it goes bad. Interesting choice of words, Jill. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I don't want to grundle my favorite bar. <laughs> Sorry, that's disgusting. <laughs> or I don't know. My I'm bad. gonna say
0: that from now on. <laughs> and it's also I feel like a distinctly New York thing too. And this is why dating like app-based dating is or, different or any kind of dating yeah. because you don't have to get in a car and drive home so like you can Which essentially is great. get I mean not that I'm condoning getting shit faced but you know
1: it's, I am <laughs> yeah
0: it helps if, if, you're, if you're a person that for, doesn't have an
1: alcohol problem yeah
0: then by all means and you're single and you're trying to a date a and like lubricant. you know get your freak on or whatever it's a good sh- I, I, and you, I, you, 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 girl. You drink those three goddamn Palomas and you make out with that straight motherfucker in the street. And, like, <laughs> that's all
1: it ever has to be. I think alcohol can be a great shortcut. It's a shortcut for getting to know someone. Yeah. Um, and I, I'm a fan of shortcuts. We don't have, we're short on time here. Yeah, in New we don't York have City. a lot of time. And we're, we're all certainly busy. not
0: getting any younger.
1: So I don't know about you, but I'm an on again, off again Tinder user. I'll be, I'll maybe use it for like two months. And then delete my account. And then <laughs> four, four to six months later, get back on. <laughs> and it's been this cycle. Because, it, you know, it can be demoralizing. Not even demoralizing. Just draining to, like, swipe, swipe, swipe. And it's this app where you're basically gamifying romance. It, it's kind of strange when and absurd when you think about it. And I've, something I've noticed is that, A, you'll, like come across the same type of people like there'll be this one profile of this woman in this yoga pose in Machu Picchu <laughs> right yeah and there's like there's or some the, like
0: roomy quote of yeah roomie. and it, yeah
1: or it says like live laugh love oh, or like the worst or the people that are like I love adventures I'm like oh my god that's so professional amazing professional
0: wanderer yeah like, like oh like, you have I'm, a trust fund and are like really irresponsible yeah exactly I'm jealous of you yeah so it's like
1: there, are, You come across kind of, like, the same type of person, and, like, you can kind of fit them into different categories. There's, like, the yoga in Machu Picchu girl, and then there's, like... I've fallen for her a couple of times. (laughs) Oh, really?
0: Probably, yeah.
1: There's the, you don't know that I actually have a boyfriend till you're on my fourth (gasps) picture. (laughs) Oh, yeah. And we're just looking for a third. And it's like, at the bottom of their profile, it's like, I have a boyfriend. He'd love to watch or something. <laughs> there's like
0: that group of people, and there's there's like a you know there there are many. And then I'm sure couples. Do you really have success on Tinder? Uh, do you think? I don't know. I it's not for us to say.
1: Yeah, I mean, good for them. Everyone you know deserves to get theirs. But um, but so that that's that's a type. I'm sure <laughs> I'm a type. I'm sure people see my profile and they're like, oh, another another one of them. Another, another Elvis <laughs> Dyke. <laughs> Whoa! Okay, I'll take You're that. You're welcome. I, I I would love to be an Elvis meets Uncle Jesse
0: Dyke. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Uncle Jesse loves Elvis. <laughs> Have to mercy. Continue to <laughs> <laughs> I can't be an Aunt Becky Dyke, so like you can be an Uncle Jesse. Dyke. I will take You're that. Welcome.
1: So my thought is that, and also in addition to that, you also see like the same women for like the past years, and it's like. I'll match with the same women like three times. And I'm like, we've never should I even are we even gonna do this? Like, what is this? Or like, people you've gone on dates with. One yeah.
0: time I matched. I with always
1: this. swipe right on you when I see you. I'm me like, too. Yes. I'm, I'm, like, I'm like, hey girl. What's yeah, me up? too. I swipe right on all my friends.
0: <laughs> um but I've seen people I've like gone on dates with on Tinder and have swiped right on them, and they've like swiped right on me and then realized it later and unmatched me. One time I slept with this girl, and this is like a just. A disgusting story, but whatever. <laughs> um, and it was when I lived on Delancey Street on the Lower East Side, and my room was the size of a fucking shoebox. And because of that, I had to keep my cat litter box in my room, and she had slept over. And the next morning, like she woke up to the sound of Rocco like shitting right next to her head. I mean, she was on the bed, and he was on the floor. But it Rocco was like, is Leah's cat. Rocco is my cat. If you cannot infer <laughs> like, that, Rocco, my uncle, professional shitting on the floor. pussy blocker, <laughs> also. Um, And I think, like, I could tell that was, like, hugely off-putting for her. And then... I would have been, like, my She unmatched me. Motherfucker. It's fair. Oh, man. I I might have, too. So,
1: I had this idea where I felt like I could set people that I've swiped on on that app. Like, I could set them up with each other better than, like, my own random luck on swiping with someone. So, there needs to be a way for me to, like... There is.
0: You can what? share people's profiles now, but with like strangers,
1: oh, or with friends. I probably just with your friends. See, like that—that's what I'm thinking. Like I can Let's just set. See. I'm like, hey, you've done yoga in front of Machu Picchu, and you love adventures. You guys should meet. Totally, <laughs> and it's like, oh my god, you love whiskey. You love whiskey. You guys should meet. Like I, like I feel like there should be an app where it's strangers setting up strangers. I feel like that's very. I love that. Open that's to really abuse. Brilliant. Yeah. But like maybe if it's like in a like a, a small community like lesbians,
0: like it would that, have to be like heavily like the members would have to be like heavily vetted. Yeah. Maybe like a background check. Yeah, it I seems would. it like would lend itself to like psychopathy and manipulation. So there would have to be some sort that's of like true. admissions process, or just like
1: seeing all of your exes. Then it's like no, it's it like I'll become like that Facebook algorithm that's like someone you might know, and I'm like yeah. Really? Fuck you, Facebook. Like, we broke up three
0: years ago. Why does that always happen? That has been happening to me with people I've matched on Tinder because I think they're all linked now. And who knows how this information is being traded? It's all very suspicious. I I think
1: my app idea would uh, be a great thing. And I also think that if, Anyone listening is capable of building it, let me know. Or, you know, just build it without me. I don't yeah, well, give a fuck. no,
0: take no, this idea. I mean, no, no, it's it. my idea. We'll use this Patenting podcast as a vehicle by which we can promote it but, to our vast listenership. But I think that would lead to some like good dates. I really do. It would do. lead to some interesting scenarios and maybe a people magazine true crime section article. <laughs>
1: <laughs> or like a Netflix documentary, yes, perhaps, that I would watch. That I would definitely. That watch. I would stay home a weekend and binge. That's a different podcast, you know. As yeah, they right. say, like, My favorite murder. Are you listening? Three or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, speaking of good dates, when you're on a date, what, like, what is, what are the signs that it's going well? For um, you?
0: it's a lot of because it's weird dating things. a stranger. Yeah, totally, and it's are trying to suss it out. And I think a lot of it is body language for me. Yeah, Because I think anybody can fake and bullshit their way through a conversation just for the... I mean, nature abhors a vacuum, right? So, like, <laughs> yeah. we're just inclined to fill the space with words that sometimes it can be hard to tell if, like, somebody's rambling or not or if they're feeling you or vice or if you're feeling them. No, I mean, you can tell if you're feeling somebody. But it's like... Inching the bar stool a little closer, or like that, like casual graze with the foot—that could have been an accident. Yeah. But if you didn't want it that to be like, an accident, your, yeah, you're like, exactly. Oh, and then maybe okay. you do it back, and yes. your reciprocation <laughs> of it then sets a sort of social contract where you're like, "I am at least going to make out with this person tonight." Yes,
1: I find that when you're on a date, if it's going well, there's always that moment where it snaps in your head where you're like it
0: snaps in yeah, your head where
1: you're like it's like it's like a it's like a light bulb that comes on your like above your head that goes we're making out tonight totally. there's there's always that moment when like it happens to me when like I'll be like this is fun I like her and then something happens and there's a moment that it's like a the line before and after yes and it's that line is the line that's marked we're making out tonight totally and for me it's very similar to you. It's uh it's body language like yeah, seeing the stool move closer, seeing them a like lean move. in, it's like
0: flesh brushing like, up against oh, flesh. What does that tattoo yes, say? Exactly,
1: exactly. You
0: wonder why so many dykes have tattoos with words on them? <laughs> that oh, might be why. I'm I gonna, know, for me I never thought of that before, but I have a tattoo with words on the inside of my arm. That's a great conversation starter. I also have, ladies, a prison tattoo. Not really, but it looks like it was done like in prison. Like a stick and poke? Shout out to Gnarly Gav. That says bang on my finger. And like whenever I... That is I- pretty pretty dope. Thank you so much. It was you know, I didn't really think a lot about it before I did it obviously and <laughs> when I go home and like my great aunties are like, oh like Annie Oakley? It's like, yeah sure. Yep. So that's it. <laughs> just get, like Annie Oakley. Get it? Just like, like Annie I don't know. Oakley. Is Annie Oakley a
1: dyke? I don't know. Annie
0: um, Three Fingers Oakley. No, I don't even know the <laughs> fuck I'm talking about. Trigger Fingers Oakley. <laughs> anyway, it's finger bang, get it? So it's an interesting conversation piece on a first date. I actually got this tattoo right before I went on a Tinder date and I walked into the Tinder date with a literal finger condom on my tattoo and the girl was like what's on your head and I was like it's a finger condom
1: I come prepared I come prepared and
0: I pulls the finger condom off and this very fresh bang tattoo was on my finger and she was, I was like, do you get it? And she was like, uh, yes, I get it. And then like, we slept with each other a couple times. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, well, this worked. Yeah.
1: I always find that like, I will, there's always like a, a like a free, like if someone compliments me, not like, oh, like you're smart. If, but if someone's like, you're really cute, or like oh, I love when yeah.
0: people tell me I'm
1: smart. Oh, like, oh, oh, I love that too, but I don't always. Should think... I call the Uber? See, that's not always the uh, we're gonna make out sign. That's for That's true. You're for, not. You're right. For me, it's someone like you have really great eyes, or like I think you're really cute, or something like that. Like that's that's to me always like the the the, the switch being flipped, the light bulb going off in my head, and I'm like. We're going to make out. And, like, that's almost, like, the green light to start making out with them. Totally. Like Like, if someone, like, if I'm on a date with someone and I see, like, they're turned towards me. Maybe they touched me a few times. They're leaning, like, kind of my way. And then they say something like, I think you're really cute. That's what I'm like. And I'm making out with you right now,
0: and we're gonna get another round
1: exactly, and yeah. then we're
0: gonna leave. Yeah,
1: like like I've had great dates where it's like the bartender was kind of in on it. Not like yeah. I, I mean I, I, wasn't like, hey bartender, slip him like yeah. a twenty <laughs> like,
0: beforehand. Yeah, like, no,
1: no, no. But like I've had butterer. dates where like you could tell that like the bartender was like watching what was Me going too. on, and I he was like, would you love, like shots? Like, 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 and couple like making you,
0: out at the bar. Who wouldn't? It's been my experience. Yeah. I mean, they Thank God we live where we do.
1: Well, on, on on the flip side, do you have a worst date or a uh, sign a date is going bad? Even
0: uh, I think there are so many signs. Yeah, date that's
1: the thing. Bad. That's the thing. It's like it's like you just know. Like, there don't even have to be signs. You're just yeah. like, this is not. I mean, good. there
0: can be sure signs. So, like one of the worst dates I ever went on when I first started on my dating when I first moved to New York was with this girl named Mabel and. I think we can say her name. It was eight years ago. Yeah,
1: sure. Why not? So
0: I met Mabel at Brooklyn Brewery, and I was like 25 at the time, and I was having... I love the name Mabel, but I feel like that name,
1: only people that are 80 plus or like below 10 years old have that name. It's one of those old lady names that's coming back around again, so it's very interesting to me to hear that there's someone in our generation named Mabel. I thought she was going to be cool,
0: like based on her name, I thought, like... I don't know. Maybe I'll date a Mabel. Leah and Mabel. That's cute. That is really cute. I love that. Well, let me just tell you. I showed up to Brooklyn Brewery at like (laughs) 7pm and Mabel is so fucking shit-faced. She's cross-eyed and looks at me and just says I figured I would get wasted because this was just a stupid Tinder date. So I was like, cool. I'm going to go to the bathroom really quick. Mabel not. Yeah, (laughs) Mabel not. (laughs) No, (laughs) that didn't work. Continue. Excuse Uh, my bad pun. No, it's okay. You can like drop the bad puns all the time. I actually didn't think it was that bad. Cool. I tried to respond to it in a witty way, but my words failed me. Anyway, I pretended I was going to the bathroom and then I just fucking left. I felt as though I did not owe Mabel any explanation for that French exit because who wants to go on a date with somebody who's like 30,000 sheets to the wind at 7 the fuck o'clock. I had other things I could have been doing with my night and like I think ended up meeting my friend at a Halloween party Somebody's boyfriend was throwing at their apartment in Tribeca, and we ended up having a really fun and cute night.
1: Well, good, it was worth it. Yeah, I feel like there's a certain level of insouciance that everyone has or has to have on online dating.
0: Insouciance,
1: yeah, and and she went a step beyond that. You know what I mean? Like, like there's like being like insouciant and being like. Oh, whatever, nonchalant. She was okay.
0: inebriated. Yeah,
1: <laughs> exactly. And, like, it's, like, all right, if you, like... It's one thing, like, not to be too invested, not to care that much. But, like, if you are, like, I'm going to get shit-faced. This is a dumbass Tinder date. And it's, like, well, you can just get shit-faced at home. And without,
0: like, dragging me out to yeah, this, without, like, like dumb, shitty bar time. that like, I didn't want to be in anyway. Yeah,
1: yeah. I mean, that's that's very odd. I, I had a I had a strange OK OkCupid date once where we were in a bar... And I just, I, I mean, she was a little odd. There was something (laughs) odd about her. But in addition to that oddness, I think she also just drank too much, which I'm forgiving of. We, we've all been there. Shit happens, yeah. But as a result of, like, the synergy of her oddness and the booze, it just got very, very odd. And, uh, and she was really smart and she was hot. So, like, I liked her. And then (laughs) I was like, okay, she's, She's drunk, but, like, I, I don't think she's too drunk. I don't know. It I, it I had a hard time figuring out what was going on. And, anyway, we made out. And we're in this bar in Chelsea making out. And all of a sudden, she just licks my face. And I, I wasn't... I'm
0: making, like, such a shocked and horrified face <laughs> <Yeah>. right now <laughs> because that was all I could do in the moment. Like, another instance where words are still failing me. It was one of those moments where... I
1: I just thought oh maybe she meant to put her tongue in my mouth and she missed and she just like tried to recover and in her recovering was like oh, I'm just going to lick your face and make you think this is something that I do. I I don't know that I don't know how that's better, but that this was like my as my brain that was like trying to give this woman the benefit of the doubt. I was like she clearly didn't mean to lick my face because that's
0: a very strange
1: thing fucking to do in weird. public.
0: I feel like, did she think she was like Rose McGowan in an early 90s movie? You know that like <laughs> 90s bad girl with like the black hair and all the piercings who was always fucking licking people's faces like Feruza Balk in the craft. Oh, like She would lick somebody's goddamn maybe face. Maybe that was it. But even she was, like, like role-playing. But like, why would you stop
1: kissing someone just to like... Run your tongue entirely up their cheek. I don't know. And then start kissing them again. Like, it was, like, her, like, I feel like it was, like, she yeah, had this idea like that this was her move. Yeah, yeah, where she's, like, oh, the ladies love like, really when I cool. lick their, yeah. like, when I run my tongue this all over their the face. This dropper. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so I, like, gave her the benefit of the doubt and, like, continued making out with
0: her. And then she did it again. And I was like, what the fuck? Remember in the L word when Alice dates the vampire? Yes. That's what, like, I'm envisioning this situation But, like, at be. least we all know
1: what vampires do. You know? Like, there's, like, a whole whole mythology so of like, vampires. So, like, if
0: she bit your neck, you would have been like, okay, this is, like, some exactly. weird vampire. Because I'd thing. have some context.
1: I had yeah. zero context for, like, the, like, licking my face like she's a dog who's happy to see me. What you the know? Like, fuck? It was just so... Strange, because the first time I was like, that was an accident. The second time I was even doubting myself. I was like, have I like is there some new like thing? Is like <laughs> licking face the new like eating ass is like, like like I don't know. <laughs> like, I don't know. Like like am I missing out? Am I just a super square that like it's odd for me for someone to lick my face in public then you're, when like, we're in the face, middle of a makeout?
0: Um smells like
1: they're spit. I know. And that's the thing. If we were in bed, I, yeah, my is, I, yeah, my face is. 100% my face can smell like yours. But, like, a first makeout in a bar. No. Don't lick my face. You know, that's like, you know, like, maybe some. sick etiquette. It's like maybe someone's into being restrained in bed. But, like, when you have your first kiss with someone in a bar, you're not going to, like, bind their hands by. Sure. Or maybe you will. Keep it relegated Depending to the, on the mouth bar, is
0: probably. Who knows? Yeah. I've never done it. That's not to say you can. I, I like, for the first time, for the first, like, I don't know, at least ten minutes just being kissed in my mouth. Yes, exactly. I, <laughs> Maybe some, like, neck nibbling and, like, you know, <laughs> it's fine. But it's a little weird to, I mean, a little early to start pulling out all your stops.
1: Yeah, exactly. Like, if, if she had, like, some kink stuff going on, that's a conversation for after the date. It's a
0: destination. Yeah, you know? yeah,
1: exactly, exactly. Which, which leads me to... um Rejection. <laughs> Smooth segue. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, because you're not gonna hit it off with. I mean, I I'm, I'm single, which means I have had to give out a lot of rejection, and I've had to receive some rejection yes, too. Absolutely, and it sucks both ways. Suck. Like, okay, being rejected sucks the most, but having I don't to reject know about someone. That. All,
0: oh, 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 well, okay. You can't be like self victimizing when you reject somebody. Uh, well, I was once the person to break up like a really long relationship. And it was like totally me who wanted to break up with the person and the person didn't want to break up with me at all. And it was a very, I mean, of course, I'm sure it was much worse for her. But I don't know, it was really awful like being the cause of so much drama and like disrupting somebody's life like that. I felt like a lot of guilt and then I feel like I couldn't necessarily even like feel compassion for myself or like, I don't know, sometimes like we don't like to, you like to play the victim a little bit or just when you get broken up with, at least hopefully your friends are there for you and they're calling that other person a fucking garbage piece of shit and like everything that you do in a breakup, but it's not always easy being the garbage piece of shit.
1: Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think they're both difficult. I, I... At the end of the day, I do prefer to be the breaker upper, the rejecter, and the break because you have the control. Yeah. I mean, it sucks being it it sucks having to reject someone and and on Tinder, you you have to kind of learn how to do it in a thoughtful, compassionate way.
0: Like for or me or not. Oh. <laughs> Um, So I think it's really interesting that in the course of this podcast episode, of course, apps are a really contemporary sort of way of dating and meeting people without meeting them in person, but it's really interesting if you start to kind of peel back the onion and take a close look at where this all started and before cell phones were a thing and before the computer was a thing, how did people who didn't necessarily live in the same town as one another? or have mutual friends with each other meet. And especially, I think, in the queer community um, and particularly in the lesbian community, which is the community that I know. Yeah, and it's difficult when you have a small pool of people. Exactly, And I think it's increasingly difficult. Well, not increasingly difficult. I think now it's probably easier than ever to meet people that you wouldn't otherwise be connected to. But I think it's always sort of hard to, like, seek out and find like-minded people, especially when you sort of narrow that pool even The number smaller. of
1: dyke bars exactly. is like decreasing, even just spaces for queer Support women. Support your
0: local dyke bar. Yeah, I mean, Tip your if, bartender. if you have one, very few of us one, do. God bless, <laughs> yeah. We live in New York, we only have three. Yeah, I mean,
1: and I'm sure I'm sure that's related to the rise of apps, but it, it's also yeah. really
0: sad. I think that's been a thing for a long time, and I was actually talking about, and not to get too far off topic, but just as a really quick aside, I was talking to um, this woman last night about why there were so few dyke bars in New York or anywhere else, and I feel a lot of it is because regardless of your sexuality, gender norms are so heavily ingrained in you from such a young age, and men, even though they're gay men, are probably given more tacit permission from the time they're little kids as boys to be more open about their sexuality and people that they want to sleep with than women. I think there's a certain sort of reservation that is kind of implicit in women cruising women, or I have certainly been at bars and felt like disallowed just personally to go up and talk to somebody, which I think is hard if you're anybody, but I think it's particularly more, maybe more difficult as a woman who's sort of been conditioned to, not be promiscuous and like not celebrate her sexuality or her sexual freedom in that way but anyway what i wanted to talk about um, really quickly and i think this is an interesting way to wrap this episode up is we were doing a little bit of research which wasn't hard to do um, and what really sort of has started this conversation going is this new personals app that's um a lot of people are calling the next frontier of online dating. There is actually a New York Times article that came out about it um, on August 4th called the future is dot dot personal ads with a question mark. And it was all about this new personals app that was started by Kelly Rakowski who had originally founded the Instagram account Her Story. And if you're not already following it, you should follow it right now. It's an amazing account. It's a great follow. Um, But she was posting these sort of archival um, personal ads from this publication called On Our Backs. And what On Our Backs was, according to the Wikipedia page, on it um and also several different sources was the first woman-run erotica magazine and the first magazine to feature lesbian erotica for a lesbian audience in the united states um it was published between 1984 and 2006 and on our backs included raunchy personal like woman seeking woman ads and an example of one of those i think it's okay to read this here um, Let's Talk Dirty is the title of the ad, and it is fun-loving Jewish lesbian feminist with a perfect blend of active awareness and kinky desires, looking for the ultimate Shabbat on Friday night. Fulfill my fantasy, send sexy letter, we'll see where it takes us. Box 350, which is Whoa. so sexy. It's like inherently sexy. Um, And so... Kelly Rukowski was like finding these archival classified ads um, from our Backs and featuring them on featuring them on our, her story Instagram, and from that she started um, featuring personal ads that people would write in and send her like contemporary personal ads that were linked to people's instagram accounts and so many people started meeting each other and connecting with with each other based on kelly doing this on the herstory app that she then or the herstory account um that she then created the personal's instagram page with led which led to the launch of the app and i guess it's kind of like Her, in that it's for lesbians, bisexual, transgender, queer, intersex, and asexual people, essentially anyone who doesn't identify as a straight and or cis man, and a lot of people are touting it as sort of the next frontier in online dating. That is
1: really cool. Um, It's one of those things where when you hear about it, I think like, duh, like, oh my god, duh, like that's a great idea. I would love to use that. I also have no idea how I would write my own ad. Uh Like I, I, I just, I worry that like the way I see myself might not align with the way other people see me and I wouldn't want to write an ad for myself and have someone be like, that's not you. Like what? Like I, I don't know. I don't,
0: I don't know what I would, I don't know how I would write my personal ad. Yeah. I always find it, found it like hard describing myself and i think everybody does but i've had it so difficult so well written some of them are so well so well written and like here's another one that i screenshot um the headline of the ad is intelligent comma attractive and this is an old on our backs ad when maybe people weren't as self-conscious but like they probably fucking were i feel like that's an eternal trait um but this ad reads mid-30s black lesbian feline Foncier. How would one say that? Uh oh. Seeks seeks similar for mutual sex, hyphen, oral, and penetration. Wow. Lose That's yourself so in my opulent bosoms. See, she doesn't give a fuck. Opulent bosom. Some pain increases the pleasure. No fat phobics, junkies, or alcoholics. Letter of intent, photo, phone. Box 237. That is right to the point. Right? See, I think. There's no way like you could describe yourself incorrectly. And I don't think you're going to write a personals ad that like over promises or somebody's going to feel as though there was some misconception about it. And the cool thing with this is it linked originally to people's Instagram profiles. I don't know um, what the app does because I haven't downloaded it yet. So you can sort of like suss it out beforehand. But I think it would be a really fun exercise for us, perhaps in a different episode, to write our own personal ads maybe in advance of the podcast and then also write each other's and like see how we describe ourselves versus how others describe us it's like that fucking dove commercial where like the before and after of like people hearing they were beautiful you know and they were like all like kind of like eeyores in the first picture (laughs) and then like the sun was shining down on them
1: i love that idea i I cannot wait to write yours. I can't I'm, wait like, to write yours I, I can wait to write mine, but I cannot wait to write yours. My
0: wheels are, are already turning. I've already starting. come up
1: with like my like first line for you. Oh, you but, have? Oh, yeah, I am so fucking jealous. Um, all right, so we're going to get back to you on our profiles so for each other. Yeah, um, I
0: think this is like our assignment not for our next episode because we have a really interesting. Yeah, and fun we have a great one coming up for, for episode you. three.
1: We're not going to tell you anything about it, but you're gonna you're gonna hear it directly after this one if if, if you'd like to. And I think or, it's
0: fair to say that there will be some very special guests. Yeah,
1: we have some very special
0: guests, um, and we're
1: very excited about it.
0: So we're going to revisit the theme of dating in a later episode, but we will open that episode with us sharing um, the personal ads that we wrote for ourselves and each other, and maybe we can send them in. Um, to Kelly Rakowski and she will post them on her Instagram page although the prospect of that to me is horrifying. But we'll cross that bridge when we get to it. Yeah. Cool. Um, So. Thanks for listening. Thus concludes our episode on Dating the Apps Edition.
1: We hope that you'll swipe right on our podcast. (laughs) Please
0: um, rate, subscribe, tell your friends, (laughs) screenshot our picture and put it on your Instagram feed. We'll send you a t-shirt when we make them. And And we'll catch you next time. Until
1: next time, lesbians are miracles.